Issue Review Fiscal Services Division, January 11, 2013. Executive Branch Employees, January 2011 and August 2012. Issue. This issue review examines the change in the number of executive branch employees, supervisors, and payroll between January 2011 and August 2012. In recent years, a variety of factors have encouraged a reduction in the number of state employees. Salary adjustment that pays for contract-related salary and benefits increases has not been funded. Limited department's ability to pay increasing personal costs. Early retirement packages have been offered encouraging higher paid employees to retire. Beginning in January 2011, the governor set a goal of reducing the cost of state government by 15%, which could impact the number of employees. Affected agencies, executive branch agencies. Methodology. Data from the Legislative Services Agency's salary model for the January 25, 2011 and August 7, 2012 biweekly payroll for executive branch departments was utilized for this analysis. This information is based on each warrant paid on the two dates and represents a headcount of employees and not full-time equivalent positions, or FTE. For purposes of this issue review, supervisors and non-supervisory employees are analyzed separately. Ten of the largest executive branch agencies were examined individually. Department of Administrative Services, or DAS, Department of Corrections, or DOC, Department of Education, or DE, Department of Revenue, or DR, Department of Transportation, or DOT, Department of Public Safety, or DPS, Department of Human Services, or DHS, Department of Inspections and Appeals, or DIA, Department of Natural Resources, or DNR, Department of Public Health, or DPH, and other smaller state agencies were grouped together. The region's employees are not processed through the state payroll system and are not included in this examination. Non-supervisory employees make up 92.2% of the state employees. There was a decrease of 1,117 or 5.8% employees for all state agencies except for DNR, which increased by 284 or 30.3%. The DNR hires temporary employees to accommodate seasonal employment. The DOT had the largest proportionate decrease in employees, shrinking by 13.1% as many temporary employees left. The DAS had 8.8% fewer employees, including many that were permanent employees, and the DPH had a 7.7% reduction, a mixture of permanent and temporary employees. Statewide, non-supervisory bi-weekly payroll costs decreased by $1.6 million, or 4.1%, with the DAS showing a 6.9% decrease, the largest proportionate reduction in payroll expenditures. The average annualized salary for non-supervisory employees remained constant at about $51,700. The DOT average paycheck increased by $4,739, or 9.5%, and the DAS average increased by $1,253, or 2.1%, while the DPH average increased by $1,017, or 2%. For these three departments, it appears that the positions that were eliminated were the lower paid positions. On average in Iowa, supervisors earn about 50% more than non-supervisors, but the number of supervisors and supervisor paychecks has been shrinking faster than has the number of non-supervisory employees. Proportionately, the number of supervisory positions decreased more than non-supervisory positions. The smaller group of other state agencies reduced supervisors by 12.2% 
followed by the DE at 10%. Statewide supervisors are being paid less. The average annual salary decreased by $4,764 or 5.7%. Among the larger agencies, the average pay for the DPH and the DIA supervisors had the largest decreases, declining by $15,608 or 14% and $12,000. $641 or 11.8% respectively. The supervisors in the other smaller categories saw an average decrease of $12,060 or 12.4% in their annual pay. These kinds of changes occur with turnover when higher paid experienced supervisors leave and are replaced by lower paid new supervisors. While the number of supervisors is decreasing faster than the number of employees, the difference has not been large enough to cause much change in the ratio of employees to supervisors. The percentage of an agency's staff that is supervisors ranges from a high of 14.8% for the DPS to a low of 5.6% for the DOC. Stated another way, the DPS has the lowest ratio of supervisors to non-supervisors at 5.8. The DAS comes in second with a ratio of 9.2. The other agencies have ratios exceeding 10, with DOC having the highest ratio of 16.8 and 16.9 for the two months examined. While the state workforce is shrinking, employee turnover is also occurring. Some vacated positions are refilled with new employees as current employees leave for other jobs, retire, get promoted, or are laid off. Between January 2011 and August 2012, 2,934 non-supervisory employees left state employment. A portion of those positions were refilled with 2,152 new employees. That is 11.1% of the workforce was new to state employment in August 2012. Ignoring the DNR growth from temporary employees, the DPH had the largest proportion of new hires at 17.9% and the DPS had the least at 3.3%. From the opposite perspective, 85% of the non-supervisory state employees statewide remained on the job over the 18-month period under examination. The DPS showed the most stability, retaining 90.7% of the non-supervisory employees. The DPH retained the fewest non-supervisory employees with 75.6% staying. The other departments retained between 80% and 89.9% of their non-supervisory employees. In August 2012, 83.6% of the supervisors across the state had been employed as supervisors 18 months earlier. A total of 232 supervisors left state employment and another 54 moved to non-supervisory positions for a total of 286 vacated supervisory positions. They were replaced by 85 new hires and 105 promotions for a total reduction of 96 supervisors. Combining the promotions and new hires, there was an 11.2% statewide turnover rate for supervisors over the 18-month period, a rate similar to non-supervisory employees. Potential Employee Turnover Costs the headcount of individuals employed by the state has decreased by 929 individuals over the past 18 months and payroll expenses have decreased by 4.9% and when annualized this decrease would be about $58.4 million. Every organization has turnover. Employees retire, leave for other opportunities, are fired, and get promoted leaving vacancies to be filled. 
the costs for filling the vacant positions typically are not estimated and go unrecognized. These costs include exit costs, recruiting, interviewing, hiring, orientation, training, compensation, and benefits while training, lost productivity, customer dissatisfaction, reduced or lost business, administrative costs, lost expertise, and temporary workers. State agencies also have costs for vacation payout, sick leave payout, the State Employee Retirement Incentive Program, SERIP costs, and may leave positions vacant until the costs are paid out. There are also intangible costs created by turnover such as uncompensated increased workloads, increased workplace stress, declining employee morale, and loss of group synergy. Some employee turnover is normal, even desirable. Turnover is beneficial when marginal or poor performing employees are replaced by more productive ones. New employees can also bring new ideas and new expertise to the organization. A study by the Society for Human Resources Management, or SHRM, reports state and local governments have an annual turnover rate of approximately 9%. During the 18 months examined, the Iowa State government refilled 11.1% of the non-supervisory positions and 11.2% of the supervisory positions. This annualizes to a 7.4% rate for non-supervisors and 7.5% for supervisors, less than the SHRM national estimate. Cost estimates. Turnover costs can be estimated for the 18-month period being examined using the national averages and trends. The assumptions for these calculations are Excess turnover is departmental turnover exceeding the national average of 9%. The cost to replace an entry-level position is 30% to 50% of annual salary. The cost to replace a mid-level employee is 150% of annual salary. Supervisors are considered mid-level. Replacing specialized high-level employees can cost up to 400% of the position's annual salary. No high-level employees were replaced in the period under examination. Average gross pay equals salary for these estimates. Benefits are not included. The DNR is dropped because of the effects of the temporary employees. The DPH and the other small state agencies exceeded the national average turnover rate for an estimated total cost between $463,000 and $771,000. The low bi-weekly average paycheck for the DPH is due to hiring part-time employees. 84 employees filled 53 FTE positions. The DAS refilled the largest percentage of supervisory positions almost three times the Senate average. Using the national average standard, DAS generated an estimated excess cost of $886,000. The DR refilled supervisory positions at more than twice the state average. Compared to the national average standard, DR generated an estimated excess cost of $290,000. It is worth noting that the DIA and the DOC's supervisory turnover rates are about half or less than the statewide average. The excess turnover costs for the DAS exceeded the other state agencies costing 4% of the annualized payroll. The DR's excess turnover costs were less than half of the DAS at 1.6% of annual payroll. Summary. Between January 25, 2011 and August 7, 2012, the number of individuals receiving paychecks from state agencies declined by 929 employees. In terms of FTE positions, there was a decrease of 641 FTE positions. Payroll costs showed a corresponding decrease of $58.4 million over the 18-month period. 
Not all of these costs are savings to the state budget. If jobs are outsourced, the costs reappear as outside contract costs. For example, the DAS eliminated vacant janitorial positions and some staff that oversaw construction projects through outsourcing with a projected net savings after paying for outside suppliers. During this time, state agencies also experienced employee turnover and the costs associated with replacing employees who left. Some turnover and the associated costs are inevitable. Some of the costs are direct cash outlays to pay for advertising the opening, for travel for persons interviewing for a position, hiring placement services to locate new employees, and other such items. Many of the costs are opportunity costs for agency personnel. Agency administrators and perhaps senior staff must spend their time reviewing resumes, interviewing candidates and related activities instead of performing other regular job responsibilities. Staff may absorb the extra workload for the vacant position and this can translate into service delays, more stress and decreased morale. These opportunity costs translate into reduced organizational efficiencies. The state agencies with lower turnover rates avoid the costs of replacing staff at the normal rates and are able to focus their work efforts on their other primary functions, that is, they operate more efficiently. This analysis identified three of the largest state agencies with turnover in excess of the national average rate for the 18-month period examined. The DAS excess turnover was estimated to cost $886,000 or 4% of its annualized payroll. The time, effort, and added expenses from excess turnover totaled between an estimated $2.6 million and $2.9 million statewide. Since many of these costs are opportunity costs, they will not be listed in an expense report but are absorbed as lost efficiencies. The staff contacts for this issue review are Dwayne Ferguson of the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6561 and Ron Robinson of the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. To view all charts, graphs, forms, and other text documents, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov and open the LSA Publications tab at the top. Click on Fiscal Analysis on the left, then under Fiscal Publications, click on Issue Reviews.